0: hi everybody i'm laura hi everyone i'm katie
1: this is our podcast sisters across the pond Woo-hoo! um so first thing thank you so much for coming along and listening to us today or watching however you uh, listen to our podcast and just to let you know that whatever we discuss today really comes from a genuine place of kindness
0: and so with that being said, we'll just take a moment to pause. Take a nice deep breath in. Relax the shoulders. Breathe out. And just be. Hmm.
1: Lovely. Wow. The ringing just goes on. It's just beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful. So anyway, this is like um, episode eight, continued part two, because we've got the beautiful Janine has come to join us. So you would have heard us speak about her before. Janine is just such, oh gosh, we could go on and on and on and on, but then we don't got the time to do that because it would be hours longer, our podcast. But she's joined us to discuss the menopause. She's got oodles of experience personal, professional. So she's the perfect person. There's a lot of people there, wasn't there? Peter Piper picked a pick a puppies. So welcome,
2: Janine. Yes, welcome. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. You've dragged me in as the older cousin, haven't you? On menopause journey. <laughs> well, we needed some grown up supervision at some point. So, Are you asked you know. it? <laughs> <laughs> well, me. it's really good to be here though. I've been listening into your podcasts as well. So it's oh, nice fantastic. to be here. Thank you for asking us.
0: No <laughs> thanks for coming along. Yeah, we did talk a little bit um, about some of the statistics, mostly UK-based. I think I even mentioned that I had a very, very quick Google uh, for stuff here in Canada, and a lot of the links were like defunct, and I was like, oh, this is hopeful. (laughs) So I'm sure if I'd have done a more thorough job, um, I might have found some better information, but um, I think there was a lot that Laura had found, which was really interesting
2: anyway. So, what yeah. is your experience, Jenny? Bloody hell, can I swear on this podcast? Is that how it is? It's been a very intense journey. Um, and I think that's what it can be for a lot of women. And I also think it's worth saying that not every woman has an intense journey going through the menopause. Um, some people, they don't even notice. And it's because, you know, they might not have any symptoms, things just might change them in different ways. Um, Other people have real physical symptoms and some people, some women have real um, emotional and mental and physical symptoms as well, Um, Mm. so it kind of can hit you all different ways. Human beings are fantastically individual, and and especially women. Actually, I think we are amazing creatures, and we we can deal and cope with so much, and we can navigate really difficult places, Mm. and we have the ability just to get on with it. And I think kind of that comes from quite the uh, dare I say another p word like the patriarchal (laughs) society, you know, in that way. and I think, well, I feel, and I know from am talking to a lot of people in my kind of situation that actually I think everybody's just had enough of that, it's such an old fashioned way of being actually. Um, mm. So my journey into menopause, I, I had early menopause, it kind of runs in our family. And I must have started when I was about 37 or 38-ish, you know, 39-ish, and things were really beginning to shift for me, you know, my actual cycles changed. Uh, and, I, and, you know, it was a new relationship, I'd married my husband, Ewan, and then next thing you know, I just didn't recognize myself. My periods were coming every two weeks. I was absolutely knackered. One minute I felt like I was, had such um insight and kind of, you know, power, you know, that kind of, you know, when you're feeling really kind of, yeah, I've got this, you know, I'm entering mm-hmm. into a different space. And then other, other times I'll like, be rocking, crying as well, you know, so it's kind of really kind of hit me on both a physical and mm-hmm. a mental and a spiritual level as well. You know, I am, I there's a nice little alarm going outside i am in the town centre at the moment you know but i uh, yeah it it took me into a different space it was like somebody had kind of put me on a merry go round and was just spinning you know like the waltzers and you mm. don't know I got off the walls and was like, what the heck is going on here? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I kind of knew this and I went to see my GP at 39 and she, and I said to her, I said, I think I'm menopausal and her actual words to me were, you can't be menopausal. You're my age. And that was a female GP. And I, that was my first incident that I was like, oh, gosh, you know, people aren't really getting this and she's a general practitioner and it's not their fault they get two hours of training oh yeah yeah but do you know what as well though
1: how how does how how does that make you feel how did that make you feel there and then do you think like well hold on a minute yeah i'm 30 oh so i must be wrong tottle off and think because a lot of people would feel like that wouldn't they go oh well they know best because a lot of people put all the trust into a gp and like you say they own they know a lot no, they know a little about a lot. I always get that one the wrong way around. Yeah. They know a little about a lot because yeah. that's the training. So yeah. for it to say, oh no, you can't be. You go, okay. Well, and, also,
0: and also, every oh, no. GP is human. Yeah, and chicken. so, you know, someone like Janine or myself, cause I'm kind of approaching that age group myself. Uh, you know, I go in and I sit there, especially with a female and you say, I'm having these symptoms. Honestly, I feel like it could be menopause. Like suddenly you identify with that person in front of you rightly or wrongly. And it's a morality, not morality. What's the um, morbidity? Like morbidity check. Like, oh, like, no, 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 no. You can't be on this path just yet because I'm, I'm right next to you. So that could yeah. be scary as a human like yeah. response. Because that's it, the other thing is that we, we place, our general practitioners on a pedestal above us, mm. almost an inhuman, like they know everything.
2: Um, and so it's yeah,
0: but yeah, they are I, human.
2: And there's something about being menopausal as well, isn't it? You know, it's like you're not, you know, I don't know what I was having at GP. She might have wanted more children or might have wanted something else. <gasps> and I could have been sat there and really kind of a big mirror. So I don't and there's no judgment going on there. One thing no. is, you know, my reply to that was you can go through menopause when you're 17 you can go through menopause when you're 25 you can go through menopause when you're 65 70 and 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 so what came to me from there was I just really need to change my GP (laughs) so I did (laughs) 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 because that, to be fair for me that actual answer and I I do suspect and I hear you Katie I suspect it came from that real heart place like oh my gosh you know you can't yeah no I really can't like a fear but then
0: that doesn't help you
2: no you know
0: and it's that like kind of you know as a like from a therapy background like that transference that you you can't have control your interactions but it does sometimes you know if we're not checking ourselves regularly
2: yeah and to be fair i think for i think i don't think anybody should really say too much to a menopausal woman anyway Mm -hmm. because i think you know they're in that space (laughs) of life. (laughs) like oh no but I also have another And so as my journey kind of went on my journey went on and um, it was really difficult actually because I started using um, acupuncture worked really well for a while did the herbs really worked for a while but obviously my symptoms were really ramping up and I was getting exhaustion and bleeding every two weeks was crazy but especially in a new relationship Yeah, yeah, the acupuncture, yeah, yeah, I think he was going to send me back at one point. It's like, have you got your... (laughs) (laughs) Just Have it got for this. (laughs) How many days, you know? Bless him, he's a legend, isn't he? Absolute legend, living legend. You know, I'm bad enough as it is, I'm very kind of forthright and emotional at the best of times, never mind going through, (laughs) that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was really tricky, and, and, and then I just knew, and I knew, and I did what... I am that type of person like you are, you know, I'll go and do my homework. I'll step out into, into the, um, into the world and see what's out there. And I've been very lucky because I've worked in women's health for a long, long time, actually. My mm-hmm. yoga background is I'm specialized and my specialist is with women, you know, through, you know, for menopause, but also, um, in birth and beyond and, you know, in conception, and I worked with a lovely lady called Umar um who's amazing, she's really good, fantastic with all yeah. um, women's health, and we w- had a fantastic talk by a lady, we were doing the, um, a women's health um, training, so people, yoga teachers were coming to us to learn how to be a women's health yoga kind of um, trainer, as it were, and to hold mm-hmm. those sacred spaces of women together and uh and that uh, this amazing woman came along and i'm going to give her a massive name check Diane Diane brick absolutely living legend so you all want to write that down and put it somewhere and and she has a facebook group menopause mass anyway so i met her she did this amazing talk about how her life had been and you know and i'm not going to you talk about her story because that's her story you know and you will be able to find that yourself and I'm really passionate that it comes from her heart to you you know i can't speak for somebody else's words so i ended up going to the gp equipped myself with everything i needed and went to the gp and they just completely weren't having any of it at all really were and i have a theory around this that they have vicarious trauma from 40-odd-year-old um, educated women just having major breakdowns sat at a desk in front of mm. them. You know, they are, they are firefighting so much at the moment mm. um, with everything. It's before COVID. But, like, you know, it must be really hard, mustn't it, to expect to know everything about everything. But... Yeah they should know this is a major part of their work, you know, and you've got to remember that this is, it's been very easy to ignore the woman and send her away and that knowledge base, you know, And, and as women, you know, we can buy into that as well. I don't think so anymore. I think that's changing. So I was going seeing GPs and I'd get various different things and nobody would give me a blood test and everybody was kind of dismissing me. And, um, and anyway, one point, I just burst out crying in front of this GP. And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he just, just looked at me, had nothing to say to me. And I went, do I get my coat then and go? And he went, yeah. And he wasn't. He was a lovely man. He just was saying, I just yeah. do not know what to say to this woman. So so, and I went home and I was, you know, in retrospect, I don't know what I could have done. And I wasn't in a very good place. And I went home mm. and I made, husband kind of. I I sat in the car, you know, for a long time and my husband came out and I went, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm being I'm not being seen or heard and nobody believes me and it's just awful. And I went will you be my advocate? You know, like, this is 2020 or it's 2019, right? And check this out. Check this out. This is the most amazing. I had Deanne i had done a consultation. She told me exactly what I needed. People were still ignoring me. I went, but she's a menopause clinical expert in this, Mm. Still ignoring me, telling me I was wrong, telling me that it wasn't allowed, telling me that they didn't give that kind of HRT out when I knew a friend another clinic in the same town had kind of got it. So it was all that, no, 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 you know? And I went home, and went, will you be my advocate? I know it sounds really stupid, but I can't speak without getting really upset. And they just think I'm completely crazy, you know? And, you know, and I went and he was my advocate and I got the HRT within a day or two. Does that really oh, have no, to happen? <laughs> They believe the man. Only one,
0: yeah. All right then. Oh, God oh. And, I mean, and it's it's unfortunately we can't go back and see if it would have been different had it been a woman as your advocate. Well, I don't know. Do you know what that. I mean? I, like I, I, I saw enough female. But, yeah, could it have been the same? Yeah. Would it have been the yeah. same? No. Like It was a male GP. It's kind of male GP listening to the man and you know. That is very frustrating.
2: I only went down that road because I was that desperate to get what I needed as well. Absolutely. You know, like, oh, yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. but that's the
0: choice, isn't it? You yeah. you're being forced into yeah. a corner of desperation yeah. because nobody is listening to you, yeah. Yeah. male or female, not yeah. listening to you because you I don't know don't fit this supposed box uh, for
2: menopause. I think a lot of I think a lot of menopausal women are like me as yeah. well but yeah I imagine they so. end up with antidepressants they end up going out with antidepressants that's that's all they were that's all that was happening at that time now i'm not saying GPs well there's like, some brilliant ones out there yeah, yeah absolutely amazing but oh, they, had to me, they had to send me to a specialist you know to to co- you know i had to wait for a year and take a place of somebody that would have really needed that you know like mm-hmm. other gyne issues for the yeah. guy, for the the consultants go. That's an amazing, that's an amazing combination of HRT for you. You yeah. know, yeah, of course we would i thought wow what a waste of money but i'm not gp bashing because it's not about that oh, it's about yeah. education and they do not know and deandianza De- books doing an amazing thing around that like changing that and even there's amazing people out there so like people like police officers when they've got um their nylon clothes i think there's a woman in nottingham a police uh, senior police officer that changed mm-hmm. the actual clothing for women you know in the police because yeah oh, i mean I Best shirts, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh. the little things like normally being top of your game and going into a meeting and forgetting what you have said. Forgetting yeah. what you've said, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And everybody's
2: different. So HRT worked for me, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody needs that. You know, I yeah. need all the other options as well, but it also doesn't mean it should have been withheld from me either, you know. No. And you know, no, no. And, I wasn't good on the pill, so if you if you're not good on the pill, the the standard HRT they're going to give you isn't good for you. You know, it's you do your right. research as well. So yeah, Diane, Diane If anybody's listening to this, is going God, that's me.
0: I've written down the name so we can
1: post that with, um, with yeah, the yeah, we'll we'll post that and we'll yeah. put all of the details onto our um, Facebook page and stuff like that as well. Um, mm. once we've released this podcast out to the world but do you know what's what struck me that that sitting and listening to to your story there Janine is the fact that do you know what desperation the word desperation I can't let go of that you know we shouldn't you shouldn't have been made to feel desperate Mm. because your journey itself and all the symptoms that you went through in your personal experience you were already feeling that anyway so you didn't want the the added pressure on yourself. So it's really quite, it's sad, isn't it, that there's a lot of women that have to go through that. Yeah,
0: yeah, getting to a desperation point and a frustration that nobody's listening. Mm. And, you know, so in that respect, of course, every female who then gets thrust the antidepressants is going to be like, thank you, because you finally feel like you're being heard. But you're not really being listened to Mm -hmm. or vice versa. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, you're
0: not being heard, but you're just being listened to. And it's like, oh, well, these signs and symptoms fit more with depression. Well, Mm -hmm. actually. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's it's entering you into that sacred pause as well. So for a lot of women, you know, things like yoga are absolutely fantastic for this as Mm -hmm. well. Because, But you might have to change the style of what you're doing or whatever it was that was keeping your tickety-boo before that kind of made your heart sing and brought you joy and relaxation and connection, yeah. all of a sudden that kind of goes because you're stepping through to a portal of an next space, you know, and it's supposed to be the way you, the, you know, they, they called us the crones in, you know, in, in times gone by, because it was when we attain the wisdom and when you've got no kids, not you're not looking after kids and you're not taking any crap from anybody else and you're speaking your truth. <laughs> An empowered woman with means and actually yeah. no duties, is a really powerful thing, you know. Mm. It's you don't want people asking questions if you're in that kind of society where it's you know, patriarchal or, or just as society as it is at the moment. It's like, yeah, sympathy. it's fascinating. So that's another reason yeah. why, it's, uh, you know, we only got but the to vote. push
0: people, <laughs> yeah, and to push women into the need to be advocated for, like, is so frustrating. Like, we're constantly telling each other to advocate better for ourselves and then to not be heard is such a frustrating message. Mm -hmm. um from uh from health practitioners
2: i did feel Uh, like i was in victorian england i actually thought and i actually said uh, and i I remember um i actually remember the little things like i had a a phone and and the gp was giving me the runabout i think he got we kind of got into something you know when you know uh at least he was probably fed up of people coming in telling him what what they thought they had and you know he's probably god He probably had so much going on and um it had to be you were 45, um, It's 45 for them to give you this HRT or whatever I wanted, you know, or I had to have a blood test. And I was something like, uh, I think I was a, 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 something like eight weeks towards this blood test, you know, to this age group. And I went, I'm 45 in, in that many times. How much, you know, what what what's difference is this eight weeks going to make? And he went, yes, but you still have to have it, I insist. And you know what I did? I threw a brand new iPhone at the the wall. Yeah. I mean, I'm a set. Well, not. I don't know if you could give. You know, I'm normally kind of quite grounded and centered in some ways. Yeah. Emotional in others, you know. But to do that, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, it was like I actually just went, okay, and then I went bang and threw at the wall, and I went, oh god, (laughs) it's my new phone. but that, oh, what I'm trying to say is, it's the it's the power and the kind of of not being able to take the crap. It's like we we could take the rubbish before that, but something happens with menopause. We, you, you, I already have truth serum. It was like truth serum with steroids. <laughs> <your wife>. yeah. <laughs>
0: truth serum plus. Yeah. Oh my. Well, but there's something in that. Like you, like you just mentioned. You know we live in this world with this magical internet now where there's so much information at our fingertips so much correct information and so much incorrect information and we Mm. don't know how always to navigate that so for a gp i can't imagine what that must be like having patient after patient coming at you with well i found this and i found that but at the end of the day if that now has been something that's been happening for the last the last what 20 years minimum they need to adapt to that.
2: Yeah, and Diane book has done has gone great steps as well because I think they only got an hour or two hours of yeah. training on menopause in their whole trainings. I mean, for goodness' sake, you know it's quite mm-hmm. shocking. So, I mean, they're great campaigners out there, and there's GPs that are campaign campaigning for this mm-hmm. as well. It's not That's about amazing. being a GP; it's about Being not given the information when you're training and and not knowing, you know, because at the end of the day, that is possibly a lot of the people that will come into their office. That will be a big part of their work. And there's a big part of their work that uh, sticking plaster is going on or people are taking antidepressants. They might not go back to their GP, you know. And I ended up doing mm-hmm. a pretty article into, like, I don't know, Daily Mail it ended up going into with a few other people. Like, Diana got me kind of involved. And, you know, a few people got in touch with me after that and said, you know, this happened to me and I found myself in that position. Thank you for, you know, speaking about that. Even though, you know, it's like bearing you everything, isn't it? Like, I'm doing it mm-hmm. with you now, like, telling you the insides of all, all sorts of me. But in some respects, if we could speak more about these, things you know it it normalizes it because actually it's really normal and it's normal Mm. not to have any of this as well and it's normal to to you know because we're all different and there's a facebook page as well that i I would recommend and i think it's menopause matters i'll find out you can put it on there Mm. not only is it really deep and you hear people's stories but it's also incredibly funny because we have the amazing ability as women to navigate this with so many resources and so many different parts yeah. of so it's not a weakness it's just a big change and a lot of the time years ago we would have gone through this and we would have been at this next stage of our lives but most women are a having children so I know a lot of perimen and mm-hmm postnatal women ah, it must be really difficult so you still go um, you're perimenopausal but you're postnatal at the same time hormones <laughs> um, and a lot of people women are running amazing jobs at high level organizations or just a house full of people and looking after so many people so you're mm. getting that that space where you would have been before you know and the cultures mm. you know, it, it's just oh, different yeah. it's different and i've actually decided you know and i I have taken hrt you know and i don't particularly like putting things in my body but it has really helped me and i'm not just saying Mm. i'm not advocating anything except for individuality and doing your own thing and walking your own path finding all stuff like that but you know i am i'm going to save up and i'm gonna i'm gonna spend six months going off somewhere, you know, just to go through the menopause, come off the HRT and go through that that passage in me. But it might take me about five or ten years. But for the safety of all oh, wow. concerned, <laughs> for the safety of all concerned, I might need to be somewhere a bit <laughs> cabin yeah.
0: in the woods. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think
0: you're oh. so, you're so right, is that those um lines and milestones in life have been so blurred over the like the past few decades, you know, is that it's it people struggle if you fall what outside of those defined lines, and mm. so it's understanding, although wrong, uh, that this is continuing to happen. Yeah. And as, Barrett, as and Barrett. as a person who, so if I'm right, you were saying that you noticed some of the changes starting around 37 to 39, but you didn't actually get. Confirmation until what forty? You've got to wait till you're forty-five to get the
2: test. Yeah, and when I did actually finally get that blood test, which the blood test is completely bollocks well, anyway, because it is a case of you could have loads of estrogen one day and nothing. You know, it's it's that's mm. the whole point of menopause. It's like that. So it depends on when you have it taken. It doesn't really mean much, you know. Yeah. But um. So you've got that kind of thing going on, but by the time I had it, I was well through the other side, but you're still symptoms. The symptoms are still yeah. there, you know, and they were waking me up and oh, it was, it, it was difficult for me. In the, you know?
0: in the last 12 months, I've had two separate blood tests because my cycles just gone to hell in a handbasket. Um, mm. And like, even at now, I think I'm at the two month mark since my last period. Mm. So like, and I know, I know that there's a change in my body, but I'm not being heard and it's like, go and have this blood test. Oh, everything's fine. Okay. So what's next? Mm. There's no what's next from, from the GP. It's all on us to fight. And like, why are we fighting for basic (laughs)
2: needs (laughs) like just to function on a daily basis? Yeah, and herbs can be really good, Katie, you know, and and you can go and see a herbalist that will help you, you know with some of the symptoms and things like that. And I honestly rated acupuncture, like yeah, um
0: I've just been really doing med- um a bunch of research because one of my projects at school was to talk about acupuncture. So I've just done a bunch of research and um and a lot of recommendation for menopausal. Um, it's good for symptoms, it's,
2: it's- so yeah conception um you know normally like a combination of like you know um acupuncture and yoga for these big female transitions can be really Mm. good so you know and what what you're doing is the yoga's maintaining and kind of bringing you to balance but it's also bringing you back home to yourself so you can listen and hear Mm. and actually check in with how you actually feel um and it's exhausting being in this fast-paced oh world, you know, even though yeah. COVID's here, still, you know, so much information, so much stuff. And I think there's definitely a slowing down and stepping into that next portal, you know, of, of where you're going to yeah. be.
0: and then, but as, you know, doing going through the, like, obviously, practicing yoga for years, and like you say, it's great. It's balancing everything out through your body. It's teaching us to listen. And so we get to a point where we're listening really well, and then we're told we're hearing it wrong.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: It goes back to my whole alone kind of thing is that <laughs> it's only really us. <laughs> We're all in this on my
2: own. <laughs> well, you know, like, you know it is about your ability to self see and your ability because we have everything we need within. But when mm-hmm. you get lost and you feel like you've been whizzed around on a, on a you know, a, on a waltzer, you're on a waltzer, you can't find your centre. You know, yeah. so sometimes it's good to sit with other people that that have yes. had experiences. Yeah. you know and checking into that as well and you know cycles can go off for many different reasons as well and oh, and, and yeah you know there's so much especially you know, right now COVID yeah,
0: and yeah. the stress that people are going through yeah, yeah. absolutely so uh,
2: you we know,
1: know we are gone
0: on. Sorry.
1: sorry we were we were we were talking we, Katie and I were talking um yeah. about this and how women don't discuss menopause Pre-menopause. Menopause. Do you know, so you're not aware of it. It's not, a, it's not something, a topic of conversation you speak about at school. Well, you may do these days, so I can't, like, that's not, uh, yeah. A, a, yeah. That's not a statistic or or a fact or anything, I don't know. But we were, weren't taught the menopause at school. Um, and it isn't something that comes up in conversation because I think a lot of people could be, feel... Well, I'm, I'm not at that age because, like you say, it can start so young. And, it can and start we hide behind life. the euphemisms. I mean, yeah.
0: our family, massive love, but we do have our, oh, what do we call it, short-term energy-releasing behaviours. So uh, when something big is happening in our family, our natural response is humour. Yeah. And it's been one of those things that has just carried us through and it's kept us all together and it's kept us strong. So it's massively useful, but it doesn't address the actual emotion. Mm. Yeah. Like, and so you, that's where maybe we don't talk about menopause, but we all have the giggles with the euphemisms of the tropical moments yeah. or the, mm. you know, the hot flashes or whatever mm. each auntie's calling it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it's like, oh well, we'll move along. They're clearly in discomfort. Let's move past it. Let's giggle yeah. and move along. And a lot of them you might know?
2: not have any symptoms. You know, a lot of might have loads because mm-hmm. this is the point. You know, and I'm early in somewhere, but I'm not early as some people. Some people because it mm-hmm. can happen. You know, but you know, I, I have kind of, I have, I've experienced it early. Sounds like Katie that you're kind of going down that road as well. You know, and and for my point. Yeah. My, my joints were going so my thing was to the gp was like i can't move i can't get out of bed in the morning it's taking me longer mm. to do anything i said I, I you know the things i do for a living and also the things that i you know what is the long-term health of my joints um with it all and there's been more research on hrt you know and I, i'm not going to go down that road because you can have a look on um diane's website and other places for all that information as well mm. and, and it, These wise and well researched information. Um, but yeah, going you know, going down these different pathways and kind of I'm having a senior moment now, forgetting what I'm talking about. (laughs) Menopause. (laughs) We're talking about menopause. That's it, that's it. it. I can't even remember what my plumbing point was. And that's another thing, you know. That's another thing. Oh, don't (laughs) say that because my memory's already shocking. (laughs) yeah oh yeah that was it <laughs> i've spent my life wandering into a room and being like why am i here right I call there? it nounism i call it nounism now i can't remember naming words for people they are things oh. like you know you'd be like that you know that thing that's white my sister sam get my sister sam on her chill that thing yeah. that's white it's got kind of white and it and it has a list thing in the middle of it and it'll give a bit of light off and i always have them out you know that kind of thing it's a candle <laughs> but you can't remember but it's a kind of mind of Just says it's because your brain's too full of amazing things that it doesn't have to remember the incidental. Your brain's so full of wisdom that you don't have to remember what this thing is called because yeah. it's not important. It doesn't <laughs> contribute to the wisdom. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Well, Janine, so I um, messaged my kind of group of yogis Um because I said that we were going to be having you on to talk about it. And one of the first things that I got was, what, you can go through the menopause in your 30s? Was one of the questions. Um, But one of uh, my friends, she is um, a mental health nurse, uh, but she's also training the grief recovery method. Mm -hmm. And so she's doing, I'm actually in her grief recovery workshop at the moment. And so one of the things she was asking was, did you experience any sense of loss and grief around like a loss of womanhood or um, a loss of sanity? Um, You know, what what were your experiences with
2: regards to grief and loss, I suppose? Absolutely. And it's that um, maiden isn't it you know it's that kind of where you're going through you know we we're, we're missing those different parts and i really loved that motherhood element of, of and i and you know the majority of my work is being with people who've had babies and you know going through that pregnancy mm-hmm. and i actually quite enjoyed that stepping back from that but it was that case of i think I was ready, actually, to kind of move on in some ways, but you are not that the, the kind of the kind of juicy kind of you know, like young kind of like you know, you're not you've not got that kind of you you you've not got that kind of um, essence when you walk into the room of you you know that kind of kind of oh, okay. you see what I mean? That juice, that kind of you yeah. know, that youthful yeah, the, you know that bit on your cycle where you're feeling hot to trot and you're like, yes, you know, it's day whatever. Oh, it.
0: because, yeah, because and, you're
2: looking that, for a mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wake up one morning and you just feel like the most. The world is a magical place and you're the most amazing, sexy, you know, thing there. And you just have these wonderful interactions with people because that's the point of your cycle when you're ovulating and that's where procreation happens. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like, that's how we're designed so sometimes yeah. when you've not got those moments but then you find the other wisdom in that and and the freeingness of it as well you know i absolutely oh love not having a period anymore yeah. Yeah. but some of the people will be absolutely horrified with that you know it's so i think i think because well, we have that for so long yeah, yeah like you know and we are creatures
0: of habit and so yeah. to suddenly miss this ritual every month that we experience whatever our personal ritual is you know we we do lose that yeah
2: mm-hmm. and remember where i'm at at the moment is i am you know, I'm, I've got loads of kids. I'm a woman that lives in the shoe, and huh? So, well, I'm not. They've all flown the nest now kind of thing. <laughs> but, you know, if I was wanting to, again, that's another thing, isn't it, that, that would be coming to the table. And I want to say to people that are listening, I had menopause fairly young. And I think I yeah. may say that. Like, I can't remember. What's the average age, Laurie? You did the research. I shouldn't know this. But 50? 55? 45. 45. It's about oh. perimenopausal, though, isn't it? I, I thought it was about 50 for... Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm not very good on figuring. Now you're asking.
1: Out. I, 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 re- I released all my statistics last week. All right. Well, oh. Refer
2: to last week then. <laughs> I'll be yeah. on the, yeah. the website, have a look on there. Um, so yeah, an answer to your question, grief and like, yeah. Yeah, mm. you are. And it's that transitions, isn't it, moving into that next space as well. It depends on how you are with transitions. And, and there was something very visceral about my experience. I, my life was going so fast. I wasn't ready mm. to step into that that way and and in, in some respects that's like kind of what I've done i put it on hold a little yeah. bit you know so I make the arrangements that I can actually slow down in that respect and mm-hmm. completely speak my mind and um, and and enjoy the well not enjoy the fragility but like feeling into my body in its natural place as well where it actually is
0: oh, you know? okay. so but
2: i'm going to get my head around that
0: first and my heart so yeah grief yeah and i know some of the um others of things that were popping up for people were um how supported did you feel now obviously from a medical perspective not very supported at all um so you had to go and find support elsewhere obviously ewan uh was very supportive to the point where he came to be an advocate for you (laughs)
1: um
0: (laughs) but where did you find some of the biggest
2: support i i I, and laura knows this very much i'm one of the maps biggest passions in life and, and and actually the work that I think is the most important is circles of people or circles and especially with this kind of menstrual and kind of women's health kind of stuff, circles of women or however you want mm. to identify, you know, it's 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 coming into that space together. And I think by being able to share our experiences from a place of honesty and trust and feeling safe in that space is a beautiful mm. thing to be able to do. You know, but even in those circles, sometimes, not in a sacred sitting in circle, but I have been on some camps sometimes, and, you know, and I've talked about, you know, I've taken HRT, and and I remember a woman saying to me, Oh, love, I think you should try something else. And I was like, Oh, you know, it's, I've tried that. Yeah. Can't speak for another woman. I would never, ever, ever, ever give judgment on, on the path of something like that, you know, yeah. because. We we've got to walk a walk, and the walks are so different, and like so mm. completely different for everybody. And that's cool. And we just need to listen with a heart and an ear, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. and that's one of the things that that I'm. I, I think I posted about that. Um, Yesterday or last night is that, like my friend Suzanne. One of the things that she's always saying in the grief group is that, "Do you feel like your heart is being heard?" And it's something I'd never really thought about before because I don't often let my heart speak. I um, think I often speak with my brain, mm-hmm. um more intellectual over emotional, and so that's really interesting because even though you're surrounding yourself with women who are potentially potentially um, in a similar position, yeah, I need to put my teeth in, um, there can still be an awful lot of judgment. And it is back to that. We are on this path alone. Support is often needed. Support is always welcome for many. But ultimately, we kind of are alone. We've got to figure these things out, what works for us personally. And advice is sometimes useful and often not wanted. Uh,
2: i think we're trying to come into connection with ourselves aren't we and ultimately yes. when we get into ourselves we realize that all is connected so in, in in some respects you know i hear you in other respects like we're connected to everything aren't we so we are alone yeah. when yeah. we don't feel seen and heard so we're, i i really hear you on that Katie and it is a case of you know choosing the people at different stages of your life people come into your life and and being with those people in your life that really see and hear you is very important and mm-hmm. I don't know sometimes it happens when you have children you move away from people slightly but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you don't love them any less it just means at that point you, you, you're resonant you're not kind of connecting in that way and then what mm-hmm. kind of happens is sometimes you reconnect at a different point have you ever had that way you've been really close yeah. to somebody and then all of a sudden friendships kind of fallen away, but not like falling, falling away. And then you meet them again later down the road. And it's like, oh, my God, we were, we were so connected. How did that connection mm. go? Because at that point, you're not what each other needs for your for your journey you know you're not what each other needs at that point and I think surrounding mm. yourself with people that add because actually you have got like a, a, a bullshit rating as well so you can't be around people that kind of you want to speak your truth with and it's not very nice or kind or you know because you go away with guilt and shame you know so surround yeah. yourself with people that add to your life is the most important mm. thing really you know yes oh, I love
0: that <laughs> um I did get a few questions actually about water retention. Like and if that's
2: something you like, expect.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna ask, like, because I know that we are very blessed in our family for water retention. <laughs> Mm. You know, and especially through those childbearing years, you know the the perfect yeah. <laughs> And so, like some of the some of my friends were like, oh, "What about water retention? Did she find anything
2: useful?" <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, well, I'll ask." Well, that's not that's not my path really on that one. That's not I'm, yours. I'm the one that escaped them, and I sit in a plane with my mom and <laughs> see the guy, it's not something that really affects me. But um, I don't. One, the only thing with water retention is you drink more water. Well, i know this from pregnancy you know like mm. kind of you know it just keep rehydrating keep drinking in yeah. so many ways it sounds like you're not really retaining it just needing more so i don't yeah. know That's that i don't know about that but i bet somebody knows mm. and i bet somebody's got a fantastic hack for that anyway. oh i yeah. imagine so, so um, yeah. um
0: and then i did have several people say did it affect your sex drive and no, i was like never. you do know i'm speaking to my cousin
2: yeah no yeah, it does not affect in that way at all you know i think i think at that point in in life you can it can rev it up a little bit you know um, yeah. so you can get for women that tends to what hap- what can kind of happen or not because again mm. we're all really really different mm. you know like it's and it's it's just working that out. You might not feel as juicy, but it doesn't mean you don't feel as you know as sexy and you want. You know you want to drive. yeah yeah. And I think it's that procreation thing. Is, I think that's a primal thing as well in some respects. And it's well, I was going to say really yeah. enjoy it because you're not going to get it, it, traditionally yeah, having freedom in it. Yeah yeah. So you can actually enjoy it for what it is as well. I know yeah. we do now in. In society now, we've been, you yeah. know, we've kind of stepped out and you know, we have contraception and things like that. But, you know, you know, you traditionally that would have been the time where you could actually go, actually, I can really enjoy this now, you know. And yeah. Who knows, in primal times, you might have taken on lots of younger... Younger, younger mo- lovers, moms, yeah, so the, you know, cougars. I'm not doing you and you're all right. I'm happy with what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy. Just off down to... Uh
0: off down to Yates. found myself a nice, hot, young 25-year-old.
2: I can't think, <laughs> think of anything worse. I not think of anything worse. Although a lot of people couldn't think of anything better as well. So, I, I you know, you do see yeah. that. In yes. Days, you know, and it, oh, absolutely. We're all so different. We're all so different, yeah. you know. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And hearing different stories and different angles, you know, is is great because, A, you might hear a little bit of yourself in there, but it also might trigger you to think, well, that's not my experience. So you get to explore a different avenue. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's all very helpful listening to everyone's
1: experiences
0: because that's the only way we get to
1: figure our own path out. You know. Yeah and the more knowledge that we can get from from talking to different people um and finding out you know pe- um other women's symptoms and experiences and it's just it's just more knowledge for for us who are a- approaching that that time in their lives as well to go right okay so there's all these different cuz we can read and as we've mentioned you know the internet can bombard us and you can just get stuck down rabbit holes looking at information Mm -hmm. about menopause and you're like oh but that says that and then that you know contradicts what that says and and you can get yourself completely tied up in knots but listening I think as well you know having these circles of support um with other women who are are going through those experiences or approaching those experiences or you know just to sit and chat about it I think Mm -hmm. that's I think that is needed before they're just about to enter this stage. and They can be wrapped up in kids at that stage. I mean, I've got a seven-year-old, you know. Yeah. So you can be wrapped up in kids just right now. But, you know, I know it's approaching for me. I know it's going to come. So I want to be, make sure I'm grounded and I'm open and, um, you know, I'm ready for these things to, to come at me. But But through listening and having that bit of knowledge there, so... Mm-hmm. That's and again, I'm you know, to.
0: for us, in, in many ways, you know, yeah, whilst women have tended to have a, a the rough end of the stick through, throughout life, uh, one of the things that we are fortunate is that we do end up being more encouraged to sit in circles and to discuss openly and honestly. You know, we're actively encouraged uh, to build each other up in that way um, because it's so valuable. And yet men don't always get that option and so you know we don't always hear the men's side of menopause yeah you know, because um, they have to go through it as well yeah uh from an external perspective like gosh imagine how we we, we should probably we did say we should get you on to talk about his yeah. <laughs> perspective you know of of kind of watching you spiral out of control um mm-hmm. and not know what to do to help you
2: yeah i think it is so difficult to them i can imagine that that's probably why they like to go to the pub so nobody has to talk about how they feel or feelings (laughs) yeah we'll just drink them down yeah people go can you just talk to me i'm not really let me discuss this you know because that's how women process a lot of the time we discuss Mm. them whereas men are like well not i mean oh gosh stereotyping to high heaven but (laughs) uh, quite a lot of men just just like it's a problem, it needs fixing, and then we move on, you know. And I speak to a lot yeah. of therapists as well, so that we joke about that, you know. Mm. And you know, they only read instructions when they can't do it, when it's broken and it means failure, you know. So they don't tend to read around stuff as well. But oh, when I first met you and this is you all sorts, aren't I? So I've always had a problem with my cycle, I always had a couple of days where I just kind of felt, you know, just I couldn't, I was so emotional, I was so you know, I was in dark place, it'd be every month, you know, and it was day four and, and uh, day four of my period when I'd feel like this. So, not everybody's really different, it's not like, pre- mm. you know, all this. Mm. I remember one of the first things I said to him, <laughs> I don't even know why he still went out with me and married me. <laughs> you know, one of the things I said to him was, like, day four, love, day four. I said, um, I want you to rescue me, you can't you know and do not enter into any engagement or you know or try and it's not personal you need to know this it's not personal Mm. throw doobies at me let me kind of like bring me chocolate or just like just let me be and i might say things to you that will you know be quite confrontational but it's just just let it pass it's really nothing to do about to do about about me and, and that space. Uh, I think I said that to him probably on our first date, our first proper date. But it was so important, mm. you know, because you know I think that's, uh, why, get, that's
1: why you're still together. Yeah, because yeah. of your honesty. honesty.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but menopause was like day four every day for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so oh, funny.
2: Ewan! Let's give him a
1: bit you cuddles, Ewan.
2: <laughs> yeah you know but he does talk he embraces that feminine you know he is kind of you know he's he's, he's got girls you know as well so he's kind of yeah. you know quite good like that so but yeah completely i think they need a support group in some ways it's frightening and confusing and, and a lot of the time you've got teenage kids when you're going through the menopause and i remember going you know i, I hopefully i've been a really nice lovely mom you know we've had lo- loads of adventures i remember putting some tea down once and they went I don't want that. I got, I've got a hold of it, went to the sink and chucked it in the sink and then <laughs> everybody sat there like that because it was so different to what our life was like. And then I yeah. had to come back again and say, you know, this is this is menopause, kids. You know, I watch for you when you're looking quite activated through your teenage hormones, you're going to have to start to read the signals. Because you're going to go and work in an office with somebody as well that might be like this and and interactions, you know, you can't wind somebody up when they're already in that place where you can. Yeah. well that's what happens and, and nobody ever moaned about the tea for quite some time later after that <laughs> eating a jacobs cracker right this is yeah. delicious yeah. Oh, so but fun. you know it was one of those moments where you know and, and as a mum i kind of heaped a bit of guilt and shame on myself because that's what we do don't we we kind yeah, of beat ourselves up afterwards but then i sat down and thought about it a bit later and thought, well that opened up that discussion um mm-hmm you know for conversation kids probably need lots of therapy afterwards who knows but i think they know they're loved i think they know they're loved you know yeah but yeah
1: i think i remember you um you you opening up and saying that janine at one point saying that you know i'm just i'm angry and i'm yeah. shouting i'm really shouting and that's not me and i'm shouting and i think that was obviously it was one of the the earlier symptoms because you you were just that's it
2: was a the whole process isn't it yeah you're right and that was something it was like i had you know i was just really kind of you know it just didn't recognize myself you know and it's a, yeah and there's just something that just needs to kind of it's power in in some ways it's a trans for me it was a transformation of fire it's kind of burning up off all the old so you can step into the new you know mm. it was and it really did you know it took away mm. Our physical practice went, I really got really quite bad arthritis at one point, you know, it runs in our family doesn't it, you know. Yeah. And I said to the doctor, I said, you know, my arthritis, I'm going to get to the point where I can't do the things that keep me really healthy and happy, you know, it's mm-hmm. that that I have to make an executive decision in that respect and, and understanding and we get a lot of fear and guilt. It's fear as well, isn't it? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't got control of it. Yeah. And it reminded me very much of myself when I was a teenager, actually, when I was starting to go through hormones, I was like that as well, you know, it was, it's an energy, isn't it? And it's only when we're trying to block down that energy that it kind of has to come out in some way. Yeah. But yeah it was really, and you know, it was a really kind of fiery kind of thing. And, and I, you know, and I, I respect it. I respect it now. I'm mm. like, wow, That was definitely that I wasn't. Now you've made that. sense of it yeah i respect it but i wasn't expecting it so it was that kind of i was disorientated by it Mm.
1: and i think
2: that's where the fear comes from (sighs) and you can
1: understand why like one of the um big statistics is a lot of women actually think they're going mad oh yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah. they're just
0: going to take the antidepressants Yeah.
2: yeah yeah And when I came out from when I came out from that GP and actually broke down like mm-hmm. everything in there, like you know, really, and I, and I said I don't know what I'm gonna do, and 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 then you know, and I didn't, you know, it's like, but at that moment, you know, and I think that's when Ewan got involved because from his job, it was like, what they let you go saying something like that, and it wasn't even planned mm-hmm. up, you know. And I met somebody else who, who told me something, and I won't go into any details at all, but they mm. said that they were at that point, you know, and it was something else that saved them. It was like something really, you know, it was, you know, an animal that kind of made them think, well, what would happen if I did this? Where would I, how would they get home? Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's yeah. happening, everywhere. It's happening mm. everywhere. So I think we just have to be really amazing with our our fellow women, you know, and you might and be. And talk an about, to say it. about it. Yeah, talk about it. And it's nothing to ever personal. It's oh, behavior is communication isn't it and it's we can and it's not new
0: no (laughs) it's not new it's not new information like women haven't just suddenly started to bleed from the vagina (laughs) like it's not new um and menopause isn't new it's just another stage in life and Mm. why people have to Feel that they are going through this on their own, like they're the first explorer into this foreign territory, (laughs) is
2: beyond me. (laughs) And also, also in some some respects, what is new is that uh, we—I mean, we've only how long have we had the vote in—in the way of our kind of our complete history of being women, Mm -hmm. from you know from brown cage and the, and only now we actually have, we had a voice not so long ago. You know, if you look at it at a yeah. timeline it's like oh my oh, god we yeah. really here. Yeah. So yeah. We are. In terms of about- evolution in that sense it's
0: like even even with um really the the working class and the poor you know only really having a say. Yeah. In in, in a simpler time
2: frame, you know, oh, yeah. actually speaking up for ourselves is is still relatively new. So it must feel just overwhelming at the moment for any kind of professional and things because actually the structures aren't in place and 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 it needs a big catching up to speed, you know, Mm. and 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 like the research around HRT, it wasn't done in a particular was you know the studies weren't particularly relevant there, you know and. And not everybody can have HRT, but it's also worth a, a good consultation because sometimes it's thought that people can't when they can. and But sometimes people can't, and then that needs a lot of extra care and a lot of extra understanding and a lot of extra, you know, Yeah. yeah around that. Yeah. It's almost like it needs to be its
0: own branch of therapy, really. Mm. It's like mm. a mixture between that
2: um, physical and mental health. Yeah, I, I work a lot with uh, uh, with, in, with uh, menopause as well on the mat um, and do a lot of other therapies around that because people are coming to a point as well and, and they're making sense of their lives. You know, it's that place of wisdom. So sometimes things aren't that they've put up with and coped with for long periods of time. Sometimes it is the time where it's all kind of coming out. So I do a lot of therapy mm-hmm. around that, uh, connecting the mind and the body.
1: Um,
2: yeah. yeah. And, 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 and how little-
0: many people will have like relationships have broken down through this and unnecessary unnecessary like carnage from mm. from I'm having a really good language anyway in today <laughs>
2: yeah and people leave jobs <laughs> as well so it's actually people leave jobs as well and careers that they look because all of a sudden they just can't they yeah just can't be asked. they don't want to do it anymore life has changed and it's like actually i my in my you know in my kind of those days before before i hit menopause before i hit it was really important to me that i had this this and this and this and actually my I, i'm in a different place now and that feels like mm-hmm. important to me now whereas it didn't then it was really important it was like what gave me purpose and now I, I don't feel like it validates me anymore so people are actually going through massive life changes so i help people navigate mm-hmm. that and it's, it's a really good space to be in actually where people can navigate that space because often they want to like do something completely different like mm-hmm. Completely different. So it's beautiful yeah. as well. We talk about it in such negative uh, respect. Yeah. So embrace it. because I'm it out a little, you know. But there's also a lot of beauty in it. But sometimes you can't see it because you're in the middle of the fire, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or your life has just kind of changed so fundamentally that you can't recognise your ass from your elbow. You know, it's like yes, you know, Yeah, a couple of times, haven't I? You know, sorry, mum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're not wrong. And it's and, and that's I think that's one of the um, the problems is that it, it feels so isolating. Um, mm. and, and really it shouldn't be. And isolating
1: know, and negative, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and, and, and 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 like you say, not very well supported. So I think the I think the key um, really is to prop each other up Talk and be there. Yeah, isn't it really? And get that get that sort of grounding in place before you have to start going through the menopause. And you're not then at this. uh, You know, if you're going through some symptoms where you do think you're going mad, is that the right time to just go right? Who else is going through the menopause? I need somebody. I don't know what's Mm. going. You know, are you and so I think really to get a good solid group going. Yeah. Who
2: was willing to be in that support?
0: Well,
2: Maybe what you we need some do menopause doulas. Yeah. yeah, what you would do there, Laura? You set up a, a group about a women's group, just a women's group in general, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's where it'll all mm-hmm. come out. So it doesn't have to always be about menstruation or menopause or you know or you know all the. It just it can just be a, a circle of different ages, and and that's what's kept me completely. Sane. I see an amazing circle of women, and we're all different ages. And we've all had mm. different experiences of the menopause as well you know mm. i think it's important that we don't just stay in our own circles of people in our echo chambers of our own yeah. ages. it's it's about yeah. being we've lost that connection with our elders and we've lost that connection you know in, in other ways and so you, you can see it in one way rather than just staying in clusters because what happens is when you start not to feel resonance with that that sense that you know it's Mm. a big leap to go somewhere else but if you were if you surround yourself with people from all different parts of life then god your life is so nourished and there's so much wisdom in all of that as well isn't there you know oh my yeah and it is amazing. And, and back to the Facebook group, because Facebook can be quite good for stuff like that. Mm. One of the things that got through me was that that Facebook group, because sometimes I just howl laughing at some of the funny stories that people would mm. tell about their despair. <laughs> because I love humour. It is relevant. It's yeah. important. Yeah, through absolutely. The dark to the light. Yeah. And then in the next word, I'd be crying because I couldn't really resonate about somebody else, you know, so that's yeah. the next And it was like, gosh, you know And and that's what life is like, we can be here and there And I feel that the menopause just kind of went And like just dropped me into this Kind of, oh my gosh, where am I You know, Mm. and and it was that Being able to come and sit in a more centered place, I did a lot of yoga nidra A lot of relaxation, I couldn't Move so much, I was knackered You Mm. know, my practice Changed an awful lot at that point My body changed an awful lot at that Mm. point You know um so, so, yeah, you do watch what's right for you. But then I know other people that kind of, when they hit menopause, they fought fire with fire and they, they did a lot of hot yoga and a lot of really physical stuff because that's what wow. worked for them. Yeah. Did, somebody said to me, I did it for a year and I'd never want to do it ever again. But that year was like really important, you know, it was like, she just needed to go through that and it got her through. Yeah. Oh, well, I really hope that I'm the other, the yoga need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Laura, it might, it might be 20 years time, you know. It's yeah. right.
1: Well, that's it. We just don't know, dear. Do but I'd rather fill myself with information so that, you know, it's it's like a, a preparation. It's not just going to come and hit wallop me in the face. And mm. like you say, you know, you've already got all these emotions and symptoms and everything else that's going around that, you know, if you've got that info, then it kind of like... Might
2: make things a little bit clearer, mm. or at least you
1: know a little bit anyway. Do you know?
2: I think it's important for the people around you, isn't it? To know, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you
2: know. yeah, to kind yeah. of be prepared
0: that things yeah. will change and it, yeah. it might not be pretty,
2: <laughs> but it'll be glorious. All right, but it'll be glorious it'll be on the other side.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well. That's been absolutely great. Thank you for your yes. like fountain of knowledge here, Janine, mm-hmm. and and also sharing because, you know, a lot of people it's a personal experience. Um, and just you know, big love for for coming on, um, to our podcast and sharing that. We really, really do love you, and we yeah. do love you. Obviously, oh, we have you. to because you're family mm-hmm. as well.
2: Yeah, and I'm older in the pecking order. Oh, yeah. Supervision <laughs> <Take> over. <laughs> yeah, sure. and thanks for having us as well. You know, and there's always that if we just tell our truths and our stories, you know, and it's that, and everybody's story is completely different, but if we can be more honest and, and life, an Instagram life can, we can have Instagram lives at one point and we can have very different lives another day as well, can't yeah. we? And that's really important and to yeah. honour all parts of your life. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you know the insides and outsides of me, but. <laughs> hopefully some of it might resonate with somebody and, and you know yeah. we're, we're all different we shouldn't be fitting in boxes we don't fit in boxes mm. we're human beings and we will yeah. be different you know <laughs>
1: oh well thanks oh, thank you well, that's uh, that, that's a wrap mm-hmm. i think we'll just uh, yeah. leave us to say see you love you bye
0: yeah see you love you bye Uh-oh.